Ethiopian was a seeker, and he expressed genuine faith. So now we're going to see not just a contrast with Simon and Philip, now we're going to see a contrast with what genuine faith really looks like. Let's pick back up, verse 51. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah, the prophet. And the spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. Now let me pause there. What was the first part of genuine faith? What was the first part? You have to have what? Some knowledge. You have to have some knowledge. And what does Philip do? He says, hey, do you understand what you're reading? And he was like, how can I? Unless somebody explains it to me. What's he saying? I need to have some knowledge. I need somebody who knows this type of faith that this Bible is talking about, that this Isaiah, I want to understand this, and I need someone to help me to have the right knowledge. I need someone to help me to understand the right things. I mean, this is exactly like in Romans. How can someone believe if they haven't heard? So that's where we're at. Let me give you a quick example of an incredible story. If you've never heard of J. Hudson Taylor, J. Hudson Taylor was a missionary to China, and on October 1857, a long time ago, this missionary went to uh, Ningpo, China, and there he led a man by the uh, by the name of Mr. Yi to Christ, and and Mr. Yi was accepted Christ, and he was just overjoyed thrilled that this Englishman had come all the way to China to share the gospel with him. And he asked J. Hudson Taylor this question. He says, how long have you had the good tidings in England? How long have you had the good tidings in England? And Taylor acknowledged. He said, we've known, we've known the gospel for centuries. And Mr. Nhi, in tears, was confused. Why had no one come sooner? Why had no one come sooner? That's the, that's the question for us, right? If, in order for people to have saving faith, they have to know something about Jesus, then we have a mandate to do what? Get the message out there. Let them know. Let them know about Jesus, because what a flimsy thing it's going to be when they say, how long have you known? How long have you had these good tidings in England? Keep in mind, it was 1857. Centuries have gone by. Let's pick back up at verse 32. 
the place in the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before the shearer is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Now let's pause there. What's the second part of saving faith? Not only do you have to have some knowledge, what? The object of your faith must be true. And who is the, the eunuch here is doing what? He is expressing the object of his faith very clearly. That he is saying what? I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That is the object of his faith. And he has, he has the proper object of faith. Let's pick back up. Verse 38. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now when they had come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found in Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. And we came to the end of the chapter. What's the third part of the faith? There has to be a submission to the object of our faith. And that's what we see the, the Ethiopian eunuch doing. That's exactly what he did. We see it played out perfectly. We see the contrast of Simon. His object was out of, out of whack. His, 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 the object of his faith was clearly not Jesus. It was, it was focused on the miracles. But here, the Ethiopian eunuch, what is his faith? Very clearly in Scripture that he is focused on Jesus. So I don't, want you, I don't want you to miss this key part. You can know all about Jesus. You can even believe that Jesus is true, but you must submit to the object of your faith to experience authentic, saving faith. In fact, you can do it today. You can do something like this. Admit Lord, I know that these things about myself and I know these things about you. You can believe. Lord, I know and I believe that you died on the cross and rose again. And you can confess. Lord, I give my life to you. I submit. My hope and my, my prayer is that if you have yet to accept Christ into your life, that today would be the day of salvation. If we could, just bow your heads just for a moment. I want you to begin to pray. Pray for those that are at your table. Pray for those around you. But I just want, just, just to know how I could be in prayer for you. Is there anyone that would say, you know what, I, I need to be more bold in my faith. And say, I, would, I, I have someone in mind that I can just talk to them about Jesus. 
If that's you, would you just raise your hand and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be more like Philip. And just raise your hand and lower it down. I'm going to pray for you. Lord, I pray for those that just raised their hands. Lord, I pray, God, that you would uh, use them. Use them to be bold in their faith. Use them to give them opportunity to be like Philip and share their faith with others. Perhaps you're here this morning and you haven't yet placed your faith in Christ. You've watched the baptism this morning of Bradley and Lord, and, and now the Lord is working on your heart. Maybe you have yet to accept Christ. And if that's you, would you just raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. I, I have yet to follow him, and I, I would like to follow him and he, have him as the proper object of my faith. If that's you, would you raise your hand and let me know? Lord, I pray for those who need to place their faith in you. And Lord, I pray that they would find the great assurance and strength to walk and, and, and have that relationship with you. Lord, I pray that you would give them the strength and courage to follow through in baptism, to make their, their, their faith and the object of their faith known public. Lord, we lift this prayer up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. One last thought. And then we're, we're going to pray together and then we'll, then we'll be dismissed. But may we be like Philip. May we be like Philip and simply be used of God to make Jesus known.